0: Welcome to Taste Like Homebrew, where I will be the only one talking today, because for the first time on our entire podcast, Sam will actually be here, so it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a little more focused on me and how I like to do things. No, actually, no. Sam was sick for this episode. She uh, wasn't COVID. She's perfectly healthy now, but she was sick for this episode, so I took it upon myself to do the history of the Kolsch type beer that she almost has zero interest in so on this episode we're gonna have ross from four generals brewing on there um and then we're gonna do a blind taste test uh, up at brewmaster's tap room uh to decide who has the best kolsch of the seven kolsches i could find from the from the bottle shops around here so shout out to um Full Throttle Bottles for uh, having a bunch of Kolsch's and, and bottles and cans. Shout out to Brewmaster's Room for letting us do part of our podcast there. And uh, shout out to Four Generals for coming on and telling us a little about the history of a Kolsch. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show of just me and a bunch of other shenanigans. Because this show is going to be a little bit of a disaster. But, hey, that's part of the fun. Cheers now we're recording i see it going up and down yep that's yeah Conce. all right welcome with me i have ross how do you say your last name hudspeth hudspeth very
1: traditional english
0: name yeah very <laughs> uh you are the owner brewer everythinger at uh four generals in renton i am
1: one of the owners one of and the owners okay. the
0: head brewer yes okay so you you, you do all the work uh, D- but don't well, don't, do don't tell house. Mary that. Though, I do right? all the brew house work. There uh, you go. Mar- Mary is the one who actually makes this place run. <laughs> Without uh, her, we would not be a company. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome to the podcast. So thank today you. is going to be uh, we're going to we're I'm talking to you about your expertise because when I think of Four Generals, I think of one of the better German breweries around town. Well, thank you. I think mean, you, Chuckanut. Those are the only two I really know that are German breweries. What are some other German breweries around here that do something? Uh obviously,
1: if you go to Portland, you've got Wayfinder. You've okay. Got, um. Oh, what's that one? Why am I drawing a blank on it right now? Real <laughs> famous one down there. Ex brewer from Chuckanut.
0: Uh, oh, no. Everyone know. knows them. I'm drawing a blank. Von Ebert. I don't know. Sure. That it's sounds like a German name, right? Dude, it's early. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wait. Von would be Dutch, wouldn't it? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so thanks for ha- uh, coming on. Um, so, Oktoberfest right around the corner. Very excited. Uh, do you have any Oktoberfest brewing right now?
1: Uh, well, it's all in the kegs already in bottles. Oh, we, all right. Uh, we release it at the very end of October, or excuse me, the very end of August. So for September, it's ready to go.
0: So tell me a little bit about Oktoberfest. Like pret- pretend I am the village idiot, and you um, have to tell me everything. <laughs> so about. so wait, Tell me what is an Oktoberfest? What makes it Octobery and festy and deliciousy?
1: Uh, malt, water, and hops. so long story short uh you used to brew it back in the springtime and lager in the kegs over summer and it'd be released for the fall harvest and then uh, nowadays we've got what's called modern fast beer started in the 60s um and it's a little bit lighter than the traditional ones the merton style that's going to be a little bit more red a little malt a little bit maltier the new ones are going to be a little bit lighter a little bit more easy to drink Still, nice malt character to them as well, obviously. And then just a nice balance of hops in there. But it's meant to be able to be enjoyed.
0: Have you been to Oktoberfest in Germany? Sadly,
1: no. (gasps) I was there in October, which not Oktoberfest. That's September. Yeah, September, yeah. Um, (laughs) I was there in October. So I got to drink a bunch of Oktoberfest beers in Munich. Enjoyable. Actually, in the festivals.
0: I've only been there once. I was 18, 19 years old. And that is too much for an 18, 19 year old, especially an American. Yes, it would be. (laughs) I just got over there and just like within the minutes, I'm just like, woo, drunk, dancing on tables, being a dumb American, Uh just living up to the stereotypes that they always think of us. I was on the uh, Pink Boots Tour in 2017 when I was there
1: and it was uh, fun. Everyone was trying to keep up with everyone else drinking wise and. I, uh, I had a significant height and weight advantage on most of the people there, <laughs> so I was able to uh, consume a little bit more. And there was a few people that tipped themselves over pretty pretty easily.
0: So there you go. You brought a little like so what I took away from the Americans. You brought back like exactly. you know like <laughs> when they're all a bunch of lightweights over here. And so all right. Um, so the biggest thing we're doing. So this. Thank you. Hi, Kenai. <laughs> <So, laughs> all right, so we have a dog alert. That's fine. This is no, very normal for the podcast. So the big thing we have going on uh, right now is we're doing like a little Kolsch competition. Ooh. Not everybody knows a lot about the colches, and I know you just released your first Kolsch.
1: Our very first one. We, uh, we did about a year of R&D on this sucker, um, trying to get it figured out. So my old uh. man is a FedEx captain, and he is in Cologne regularly, so he brings us back fresh Kolsch. No, what a terrible
0: problem to have.
1: I know, right? It's horrible. Um, So we actually have, you know, fresh German Kolsch to drink, not stuff that sat on a boat, got warm, got cold, Mm -hmm. been in a warehouse, all that fun stuff. Um, It's been FedExed over, if you will. Uh, So we're sitting there going, okay, so we don't have many American examples, in my opinion, that taste like the German examples. Okay. A lot of American brewers go, oh, can't make Kolsch, it's just not the same, the terroir is different, which it is. So we said, all right, I think we can do it. We've got a reverse osmosis filtration system here, which is kind of our big hidden secret. Not really hidden. I talk about it all the time. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, if
0: anybody who's had your beer before, that is a a clean-looking, clear-as-hell beer that you produce.
1: Yeah, that's the RO system.
0: That's Mm -hmm. the filter. That's process, obviously. That's a
1: dedication to making sure everything is clean. I spend more time cleaning tanks than I do anything else. Um, It's a sexy janitor job. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so our RO system gives us a a real good munich profile uh, that we can build from there but it just is that really nice nice profile and here in the pacific northwest we have great water to start with but here in renton specifically we're on three aquifers two of which are consistent year-round one of
0: which is within spec year-round okay so So you're just not pulling straight off of uh, lake washington right
1: no 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 it's (laughs) it's uh it's an aquifer for sure okay cool um, but yeah so having that having that within spec one when we first opened this place I was like man I, I don't know if I like just within spec I don't like the sound of that so we went and bought an RO system we lucked into buying a brewing ro system I didn't know what I was doing back then <laughs> i didn't I got really lucky mom and I were sitting there looking googling ro systems like yeah this one looks good let's buy that
0: <laughs> so and then you then you, you chose the right one i assume now that you've been in the game for a little bit i'm
1: not complaining about it there I you say go that much uh, there's a few features i would have changed but you know it's very usable uh with with service it's been holding up really nicely so yeah so starting off with that munich profile that light profile we can adjust it to more of a clone profile and then actually using german ingredients all the way through uh, makes a huge difference.
0: So you're getting everything from Germany. The all of our except German, except for water. I'm guessing. Yeah, all of our <laughs> German beers. Well, I guess the yeast is
1: propagated here, uh, but it is the German strains of yeah. yeast. So it's, I just
0: you know I want you to go to <laughs> Cologne, get some yeast, just start rubbing around people's beards. I don't care.
1: Exactly. Get the little Kavik style uh, yeah. wooden stick thing. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Try it out. Bring it back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan of that style in general. I love the. You know, you know I'm not a like necessarily a wild guy when it comes to like those kind of styles, but when you put that in IPA and have it just kind of get that real dankness of it and kind of just yeah everything crazy's going on and there's chaos in the beer. I like it.
1: Something I'd like to play around with a little bit more is the Kvike stuff. There's some Well uh, about, in about three days it's done. So yeah, it's insane. And they're like, it's a lager. I'm like, well, eh, not really. But <laughs> no, I'm it's at, just I've had Kvike log. I'm using air quotes here. Loggers and they're fine beers. Yeah, but they're not the same.
0: It's just, but it's, it's, a, it's, a cool it's crazy. Eat. There's a, they do a lot of flavor that goes longer than.
1: Yeah, it's a really
0: cool. I like use. to know that you're doing. Uh, we're we're podcasting while feeding a dog, also keeping him quiet. Yep, you know <laughs> what? Sometimes that's that's a talent. That's knowing the dog, and this is a, a gorgeous dog too.
1: And this dog has me trained to feed him biscuits to keep him quiet. So, <laughs> yeah. so anyway, yeah. back back to clone there or to a uh, there. Uh, We thought we could do it, and it took us a little while, a few iterations. It was definitely a learning process because, like I said, most American breweries go like, oh, you either can't make one or you make a culture, but it's Americanized. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of great Americanized cultures out there. Don't get me wrong. It's a a great beer. Uh, But we really wanted to have that authentic flavor to it. So all of our German beers are 100% German ingredients, and that really leads um, to the proper flavors, in my opinion. We use Best Malt because (laughs) it's got a little different flavor than Weirman. Which is a little bit sweeter. Mm -hmm. Not the wrong answer, but uh, just not quite what I experienced when I was over there. So I really wanted to go towards what I I was drinking all throughout Germany. And I thought Best best Malt gave us that better flavor.
0: So if I'm drinking a Kolsch, what are some things I should be looking for when I'm drinking a Kolsch? Like, what are some profiles or characteristics or tasty notes?
1: It's an ale beer to start with. It's not a lager. It's lagered, but it's uh, top fermenting yeast. Okay. Which is going to be done a little bit warmer. It can ferment a little bit quicker. Uh, and you're going to get, so lagers are really known for being crisp, clean, mm-hmm. you know, very, very neutral in that regards. Whereas the kolsch is going to have just a little bit more flavor to it, but being a Kolsch you want it to be very crisp and clean, very drinkable. Mm-hmm. The idea in Germany and cologne there is you get these little, uh, 0. 0.33 liter glass or not 0. 0.33, but, um, yeah, 0. 0.33 liter
0: glasses yeah it's me. like a 12 ounce glass or basically whatever. yeah
1: and uh, you can just sit there with your friends and you're just drinking them down Just pound them you don't even think about it they come around they make another mark on your coaster and you just get another one and you don't think about it and it's delicious well they're low yeah. alcohol
0: right b- <laughs> but yeah they're, they're relatively o- low ABV
1: exactly ours comes in at 4.6 which is real, no, real you actually cool. have
0: it on tap now last time I came here you did not have it on tap you had it yeah in bottles that was only.
1: the day before we kegged it I think we okay.
0: bottled it but we hadn't
1: kegged it yet there we go um, so, would you like a sample of
0: that? Uh, I will in a second. Um, well, well, we'll get through this first, and then I can promptly start drinking. I'm actually, after this, I'm going to Ravenna to get a whole bunch of fresh hops. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, um, this is the one someone asked me to ask you. What's the difference between a Kolsch and a Pilsner, then, in, so in, your, in those- your expert opinion? And I was kind of thinking, what's the Pilsner and Hellas And insert German beer that a lot of people think tastes the same, but there's definitely different notes to
1: yeah, so, the, I mean, the first big difference is I've got an ale versus a lager. So, mm-hmm. top from any yeast, bottom from any yeast. The amount of time it spends in a tank, um, we did a, about a month in our tank for the Kolsch. A lager, like a Pilsner, is going to be a minimum of six weeks here. We try to stretch it out to eight if we can. Time doesn't always ha- allow us to do that. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to have a little uh. bit more uh, <laughs> flavors and nuances from the yeast yeah. in it than, a, like, a Helles would. Helles is going to be a little bit cleaner, and that's going to be kind of my my biggest thing. For us, I like the Hell's to be a little bit breadier, mm-hmm. and I like the colts to be a little bit m- more neutral. Um, so think of, like, neutralness like a Pilsner, but without the hops, but a little bit more characteristic from the yeast. I don't know if that's uh, what the readers are looking <laughs> for, but that's kind of my, my thoughts on no, it. Oh,
0: that's that's perfect. Um, it's okay. You just – because you didn't have – you ran out of biscuits, so. Exactly. I mean, think there's, there's more, but – all right. So um, – so what is your what is your personal favorite uh, German-style beer, then? If you had a your go-to kicking them back on a Friday night.
1: If I'm here, I like to bounce between a lot of them just to make sure. Uh, honestly, Matt will tell you it's the Pilsner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> employee Matt will. I, I drink the Pilsner a lot, but I do like to bounce between the Kolsch and the Fest beer, you know, it's a seasonal favorite of mine. We only do it once a year, so it's like, oh, yeah, it's on. Let's drink it. Uh, the Hell's is you know, always a good good one to start with, real clean, a little bit bready, and just kind of like start your afternoon. Mm-hmm. Afternoon, yeah. We'll go with afternoon. <laughs> uh, my all-time <laughs> favorite beer, though, is Spezial oh. Rauch beer from Bomberg. So if I'm in country, I'm going straight to Bomberg, Germany, and, and going to Spezial. Can
0: you get that here at all? No. Oh.
1: I have yet to find it here. And if it is, it's going to be hot coal
0: stored it's you know it's not good yeah you know six weeks on a ship coming over and exactly well i mean i uh i haven't been to germany in a while but i remember killing a lot of delicious beers when i was over there and
1: they're just they're light they're approachable they're lower in abw over there but abv over here so you can drink them Eh, not all of them are lower obviously you get Bach beers and things uh first sit and enjoy
0: them first time i ever went to england after spending like a you know week there, it's like, you know what, I'm so goddamn tired of English beers. We went to found a German bar and it's like thankfully got something different. Oh, sure. Just a week of English of English miles cask beer. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with no, that. No, there isn't, but, but after, you know, a lot of pints, I just wanted something different. Sure. And this was several years ago, so this is kind of before like the American beer revolution started to take over there a little bit. So yep. the German beer was like just a savior in my mind, just to be able to have something different. I, I
1: will say this. The Germans trying to brew IPAs is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> when you're over there they're like, We brewed an all Cascade IPA, try mm. it. Like, yeah, you brewed something. You finally
0: right. caught up to two thousand seven with us. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just all bitter and mm. Uh-huh.
1: Which honestly I like old school IPAs if I'm gonna drink one. I'm not a big IPA fan, most people know that, but <sighs> uh, shocker. I'm gonna
0: just, I'm not a big beep fan, then <laughs> just kinda blur that out.
1: Uh, but if I'm going to drink one, you know, that old school 2007, you know, shoots Mirror Palm. Oh, yeah. That sort of.
0: Anything Pyramid was making, Red Hook at the time. For oh, sure. yeah. For sure. Because <laughs> uh, I just remember, like, when they would just brag about it, we're 100 plus IBUs. Uh huh.
1: You I mean you can't really taste it? No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I they're mean. like, we're
0: eliminated, too, because there's too many IBUs. It's like, things get, have changed. We go get sushi, and we're yeah. like, yeah, we're
1: drinking ru- Ruination and drinking, <laughs> eating sushi. Uh, yeah.
0: Tricera hops, another big one from Ninkasi. I used uh-huh. to drink all the time back in the day. While uh-huh. So um, I guess lastly, we'll wrap this up. I don't, I don't want to take your time since you're actually brewing right now. Yeah, we're uh, we're making
1: a batch of Hellas right now. Uh, we, we have
0: to do three turns per 10-barrel tank, which is
1: a lot of work. Uh, so we're in turn number two today.
0: And this is just you but all by yourself dinner right now? Yeah,
1: um, I, uh, I set the brewery up to be small, mm-hmm. and it works really well for one person.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess you have help right there.
1: Yeah, he uh, no, he's actually good. He stays out, but uh, <laughs> he lets me know. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's definitely small. I've tried to bring people on in the past. Most recent was my buddy Pete. He's an amazing home brewer. He brought a lot of uh, other depth to just talking and whatnot and thinking about beer. It was a wonderful experience. But what we found was just it's too tight back there for mm-hmm. two people. You're just running over each other all day long, and then I end up just kind of like, all right, well, what's the point of me being here today <laughs> if someone else is doing it? Yeah, just bumping
0: <laughs> elbows the entire time. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to a
1: little bit bigger space. We uh, we bought a building recently, so we're, we're not doing anything there yet other than architectural stuff, but hopefully we'll... Uh, in the area or?
0: It's down in Kent. Okay. I tried to stay in Renton. We tried to stay and, local, and, and but... Kent's one giant industrial district, so that makes sense.
1: Exactly exactly so
0: um before we get out here anything cool and fancy you need to talk about for four journals anything up and coming that we should know about uh, come
1: in to have our fest beer. It's fresh. It's delicious. Kolsch is on the menu on the tap board. It's also quite delicious, in my opinion. And you also have bottles to go. Yeah, we just started doing bottles this last summer. Uh, we resisted as long as possible because that's a heck of a lot of work. It is. Uh, we bought a two-head counter-pressure filler, and because we're a German-style brewery, we're doing glass German half-liter lager bottles.
0: Very traditional. Uh-huh.
1: So it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's been good, though. It's been really nice being able to take that beer to go and... You have it present well uh you know when you get a growler you get you lose carbonation and oxidization in yeah. there and when it's counter pressure filled it just presents so much better so
0: and it's a clean looking glass too i got your logo yeah. right on there and so um anyways for those listening you should come down to four generals and rent in renton um you know you, it's actually good because for those who don't get to come down here very often you can also hit Dubtown, which is right across the street or a block a, over a yeah. block over or you can go up to uh Bickerson's Bickerson's up up on the hill, or you can go to, you know... We got a couple great uh, beer bars around yep, here. Yep, the 907 is always fun. And whistle the stop. Whistle Stop. Yep, the uh, Brewmasters. You can even go to down to Kent and go to Airways, which is not too far away. So and the south end it. actually has some things. Some
1: delicious beer down
0: here. There, there is. So like, a little, it's a little bit of unknown in my mind because everybody just focuses on Ballard and Seattle or Tacoma. But it is, it is amazing how many people like forget
1: that Renton has three breweries now. Yeah, and a couple great tap houses. Yeah, like, people go, oh Renton, it's you know, there's no beer there.
0: Yeah, what but, are you talking about? I mean, yeah, I mean, back in the day when there was like nothing, when it was just Strong Arm and. Yeah, and Cedar River, 98, 99. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, thanks for coming on and. Uh, well, thanks for having me. Well, I'm, I'm excited to try some of your beers. Prost. <laughs> All right, see ya. Woo. Okay, so let's see how much of a disaster this night's going to be. Hey. So, Shannon, you can't hear me right now, but that's okay because I'll talk you. louder. I can or hear it later. But right now, we are doing a Kolsch taste Woo! test. Blind I, Blind, Kolsch taste test. With me are three Kolsch experts. Number one, we got Mikey. Tell me a little about yourself and what your qualifications are to
2: drink Kolsch's. I am the seasoned drunk of the group, and I drink nothing but Rainier, so let's go. Also, you're a home brewer for a long time. You've had
0: your beer on multiple breweries. There is and that, you've too. You've done other things with beer, so let's not keep ourselves short. Also, Mikey's been on this podcast before with really just spot on chiming in of yes,
2: no. Well, also, I was on with the head brewer for Ravenna and Urban Family going over my homebrew.
0: And right and right now, we have an over under of five. of How many times Mikey says, well, I can do this better? Over. I'm under. taking the over already right now, too. Anyways, next we have Chase, professional COVID getter. Professional COVID getter and
2: beer spiller. I work at the Brewmaster's Tap Room. Yeah, so we have a a
0: beer slinger. Yeah. And he's by far the sexiest man we've ever had on this podcast. I've got a voice made for
2: podcasts.
3: And a body
0: made for my bedroom. Well, we're not going to edit that one out either. Giggity. And uh, also with us, we have Shannon, who's a dude.
4: Hola. Yeah. So my expertise in this is that uh, for the past two years, I've tasted maybe 10 So
0: Yeah, thank you for getting the mic closer to your mouth. Oh, yeah. Thank you. So you've had a couple colds. So you're coming in blind with this cold taste test.
4: Yep, blind for me.
0: That's great. And if uh, you hear the noise behind us, it's because it is. We are at, live at Brewmaster's Tap Room. It won't be live by the time you listen to this because that's not how podcasts work. But it is pint night at um, uh, Brewmaster's Tap Room. It's a Modern Times and Planned Parenthood collaboration. So every Modern Times beer you get, you get a free abortion. That is correct. That's terrible. That's only yes, apply- it's terrible. <laughs> only in Texas though. So. Those are are mandatory. Be careful, guys. Anyways, no. So um, what's happening is we're uh, celebrating a lady who was a stronghold of the tap room pre-COVID, because COVID sucks, who uh, could be hanging out at this bar while reading her Kindle and helping whatever trivia team was also in the bar on Wednesdays. Um, She passed away in May 2020, um, and Planned Parenthood was an organization that was really, really important to her. So they're doing a pint night where um, $1 from all the pints goes towards Planned Parenthood, which is a... Um, Sam, who is not here today, uh, one of her favorite charities that she donates to and one of mine also. So if you ever need uh, to donate to a charity, Planned Parenthood is one of our favorites. And also an update on Sam. She's not here because for the 90th time COVID in the again? past two weeks, she's gotten sick. COVID so, 2.0. Yeah. So she doesn't have COVID, which is good, but she's just sick. And and this time it's easier just not to.
2: Was it that rosé I was pouring her last night? It was
0: definitely the rosé you poured. Anyway, so without further ado, we're going to do a Kolsch test. So, um, what do you guys know about Kolsch's? Do you know anything anything about Kolsch's? Hey, Maybe a little. Yeah. Mikey's ordering another beer
2: while he's about to do a Kolsch taste test. Uh, Kolsch's are a lagered light ale. And uh, Vince is here, guys. Oh, hey. Hi, Vince. Hey, Vince.
0: <laughs> All right, so, Aroma wise, it's going to be a slightly sweet malt. Um, you're going to get a little spice. You're going to get a little citrusy. Uh, malt, you're going to be kind of honey-like. And you're going to get a little corny in the middle. A little corn in the middle. Hops, uh, maybe a little spice, a little herbal. Um, it's going to be pretty balanced. And the key is it's going to be very, very refreshing. Mikey's already doing something else. This is like tailgating with Mikey where he just wanders off. I'm not wandering off. I'm paying attention. Okay. So tasty notes, whatever you like the best, I think that's the key to a good Kolsch. They're gonna be light, refreshing. All right. So blind, they don't know what the ranking is. But go ahead, take a sip of number one. Number one might be a little flatter because it is coming from a uh, growler fill that's been a, a little old.
2: How old's a little old?
0: Three days. Is that really what?
3: It's really flat.
0: Is it, yeah. yeah, it's a little flat. But that's just kind of that's why we're starting off with the, the flattest one. What do you guys get out of that besides flat? Finishes nice with juniper berries. It finishes nice with juniper berries. Mike is already trying to figure out which one it is, and he's already wrong. Jeez. Uh, Shannon, what do you get out of number one?
4: You know what? I-
0: Shannon, put the goddamn no, Mike I mean- in your goddamn mouth.
4: <laughs> um, I get definitely noble hops. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Just a little flatness. Um,
0: you guys don't have to drink all of it also. I'm not going to drink. I had number one earlier today, so. Anyways, go ahead and take a little notes. See if you can get a little floral, a little herbal, a little citrus. Kind of figure out what you get. We can also cut down dead pots, too, so that's don't worry about that. All right. Anyways, that's number one. How do you guys feel so far? How, how, how engaged are you with this Kolsch idea? Uh, it's way better than the. Uh, set the bar bought. after an
4: IPA. The
0: sorbet, okay. Anyways, let's do number two. Number two is going to be. Uh, a fan favorite, I think. Number two. I, Mikey's not going to drink number two. He's just looking. I'm going to try number two with you guys, though. Let's see what I get. Anybody need a little a little uh, Kolsch over there that's in the peanut gallery? Would you like some number two? Here's This is number two for you guys.
2: COVID got gotcha you, yeah, COVID's kind of hit me in the ass right now.
0: Oh, can you taste nothing, Chase? There's a spider over here. Yeah, ah!
2: I'm getting nothing.
0: There was a spider over here. Anyways, how do you guys do in number two? Number two is going to be, um, that's probably the freshest. When um, when I talked to the brewer about this, that is like brandly spanked out of the tank. I rhymed on that one. That was Mike's hot. just thinking. I'm beginning to think I was the wrong person to do this. Uh-oh. I can't taste anything. Oh Jesus Christ! Do we yeah, need? To- co- yeah, COVID was not not the right sickness to have before this taste test. All right, do we need to do we need to call someone out of the bullpen? I think we might need to call someone out. Of All the right, bullpen. hold on. All right, we uh we pull we uh we're going to the bullpen right now. So uh, now with us instead of Chase, who is a professional bartender, we have Brian. I was told Brian with an I from Modern Times Brewing, whose qualifications were yeah I've drank a lot of colas before. How's it going, Brian?
3: Very well. Thanks for having
0: me. Uh, the key to uh, this though is you got to talk really, good, really close into the microphone, but that's
2: okay. You have to S it, So that's
0: number two. What I was told by a couple of people, they got a lot of corn notes out of that. There's a lot of corn, maybe some maize
2: also. Same thing. Same thing. A lot
3: of, All right, lot, let's. A lot, lot of bit of corn. It's pretty
0: yeasty. It's pretty. Uh, okay. All right. Biscuity. So, biscuity. I like. See, his tasty notes are already better than everybody else's. All right, let's let's go on to number three. Number three. got to look at what number three is for myself. Oh, okay. I've, oh, I've actually had this before. This was advertised as a Kolsch-style ale, by the way. Mikey's not giving a good look on his face. Shannon looks a little more stoic with his
2: Kolsch-tasting face. The palate cleanser also shot out to white bluffs. Oh. The splashdown? Are you trying to kill it right now?
0: You're talking, Shannon, but you don't have a microphone in your hand.
3: Ah, uh, yes. Kill your taste buds with IPAs between your cultures. That's how you do it.
2: It brings out other flavors. We're in. <laughs> all right. So, Mikey, what do you get for number three? So far of the three you've had, which one's been the cleanest, do you think? Number, Crispus. Number two has been the best so number far. Number two has been the best so it's far? Been clean. It had a good carbonation level. Okay. I think. That's, that bodes well for what, I'm, what I've been the, hoping. The, the floral notes made it nice. Oh, that's all right. Shannon, what's been your favorite of the three so far? Not so the two damn
0: so thing far. in your mouth.
4: Yeah. Number two so far. Okay. Number, number one, two so, favorite, so far. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. Was this corn? Is this All right. Corn? That but is yeah, yeah.
0: That's promising. You didn't have number one.
3: I didn't have number one. Uh, Two was pretty excellent. It was very like true to form with like a classic Kolsch as you'd expect. Number three, you can definitely, like you said, it's Kolsch style. That's a lot more akin to a lager. It's got that crispness, but it doesn't have the flavor that you expect from a Kolsch.
0: You are absolutely saving this podcast right now, and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) You are saving it. We have Shannon just being like, That's, That's true. That's rude. Well, the microphone needs to be in his mouth. All right. Uh,
2: what, what number was that? Was that three, sorry? Three, three was actually missing some body there. It was Three's flat. missing body. Wow. Okay.
0: That's, sometimes you can get that with Kolsch's where they just kind of come off. A Kolsch's is kind of a complicated style to make because it's very, very specific. It's
2: you Kolsch's know, from Cologne, um, and that there's very specific tasty notes to it. It definitely brings out your cleanliness. So if you're not very sanitary, it's going to come out in that. Absolutely. All right. So let's, let's move on to number four.
0: Number four. Number four. Oh, uh, we're about to do some shouting. I didn't know you put Rainier in this. Oh, that's an award-winning beer right there, Mikey. Okay, it's a fancy Rainier. Oh. I mean, that is a compliment in this area, right? With a fancy Rainier?
3: Immediately, the nose on this one's a lot better than the first two.
2: Shannon's also got rogue right uh, now. Number four was interesting. Number four was interesting, huh? How so? It's got kind of a a canny flavor. A canny flavor? What do you think, Shannon um, number
4: four? I might have been the wrong person to choose for this because. No, you're always good.
0: the right person. Everyday average Joes right. need to be able to determine oh. what they like and
2: what they don't like. I feel like it's really light, not quite refreshing though. Like it's got some weird little off flavor, I think. Okay. But I think it, it doesn't. I mean, the hop finish on the end is kind of cr- citrusy, but. Okay. But do you like four better than two? Um, I do. I think two's better than four. Okay. All right, let's move on. let do number five real quick then between you two experts here. Most definitely a German style. <laughs> it's That's, very green and earthy. It's kind of got that light, like, green bottle skunky finish to it, which is absolutely wonderful. It, I wish I was in Germany right now. This is the most traditional German style of them all.
4: My taste buds messed up, or is this one pretty bad?
2: Try again. Huh? Try again. It's
0: very grainy. Right?
2: It is very green.
0: It's very green? I haven't actually had it yet. Here let me try it here. I don't know where it went. You guys can't look while I'm doing this stuff. I don't even see where I went and put it put it. Oh, here we go. Alright, see what I get here. I get yeah, it's super traditionally German. Yeah. This it, is literally like being in Cologne. This is this is what they wanted when they made this though. Oh for sure. This is how they wanted to do. It's straight
2: up like Here's the German Christmas 24-pack of beer, like your uh, Advent calendar, and this is definitely in it. All right, after another quick pause, we're back. Number five down the hole, Brian. We got four and five. Brian needs to catch up. We're about to move on to six and seven. up. Fancy. I already forgot what five is. Hold on, look in here. Five, all right. What does number five taste like?
3: Uh, Number five definitely leans into that, like, yeast character a lot. That's pretty much all I'm getting.
2: Are we on to number six? It is, yeah. All right. So we moving on to number five or number
0: six? We're on number sorry, six. six. All right. I mean, they'll get six here. All right. I have high hopes for six. I've actually never had number six before. Hmm. We'll give We'll give Vince over here some number six too. See what See what he thinks.
2: I'm
3: I'm almost picking up a bit of citrus on That's that not one. that yeah, one. Yeah, I, no, I like the citrus here.
2: finish. It's uh, it's not terrible. I, I still That's, feel like there's a six. weird there's weird that like, one was five. bite in the middle of it. I'm starting it. to I'm starting to lose it what number be, track yeah, things are.
3: I definitely see that as well. I don't think I'd ever order one, but I like it better than a lot of these.
2: Nothing's better than Rainier right now. Don't say that to me. Is your tasting note for six flat, Mikey? Yeah. Is it flat? I thought it was a little flat. It's. It might be. It might be that it's a little warm, so it comes off a little foamy and not as crisp through that the finish.
0: That one definitely poured the uh, the foamiest
2: of the group. Okay, that might be it I too. Don't,
3: I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily carbonation flat. I think the flavor profile is very flatlined, and then it ends with citrus, which is just a stark contrast to a lot of the beers we've been tasting so far.
2: I definitely can make better than that beer. Oh, that's only one. That's only one. So
0: far, Shannon number six. Shannon's getting a back massage right now, so we, uh, we're out. All right, let's move on to the last one, number seven. Then I'm going to have you guys give me your top three, and then I will tell you what each one is. Top three right now or next? What the hell is that? No bueno?
3: That's almost got a little bit of, like, wild yeast in it.
2: Nobody look because i got to pour myself more one. more like a spawn beer?
3: It's more, wild more similar to like, a Saison than a Kolsch. It definitely yeah.
2: is, like, spicy, kind of peppery. You get Ironically,
3: my favorite. I love Saison.
2: That doesn't, they that are doesn't taste favorite. like a
3: Kolsch to this me.
0: That would classify that as something completely different. But.
3: Yeah, I'd almost say it's closer to a Saison than a Kolsch.
2: Yeah, I don't know
0: what they use for a yeast or...
2: It I mean, I'm really not against anything. it, but it's definitely not a Kolsch.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, the the, I, the problem with American-style kolsches is, is they're just different than a traditional German-style. So
2: it's got a lot of rice flavor to it too.
0: It actually finishes it nicely a little bit though. It's just not a cold. It's got a really sweet finish. Mm-hmm. You ready to tell me your guys' top three? Oh, uh, we'll see. Sorry, Frank. Mikey, give me your top three, and I'll tell you what they are. Uh, we're gonna go with number two is the, my favorite. Number two, that is four generals. Good for them. We actually had Ross on beforehand talking about this. So what was your silver then? Number four, Bickersons. Good on Frank. Love you, Frank. That's good. Though. That's he, a he, he won an award. He won a silver. So, And then your number bronze? Number three is my oh. bronze. Structures. Brian?
2: Hol- br- holding it down.
3: Uh, mine are kind of similar, and if it speaks anything to my uh, not-so-love-of-colshes, number seven was my favorite. All right, that's Island Hoppin. All right, all right. Uh, got to say number four.
0: All right, that is uh, Bickerson's, yeah.
3: And then three.
0: Uh, structures. Yep. There you go.
4: I was really close to him, uh, so number one, definitely number seven.
0: Okay, Island Hopin.
4: Uh, number two would be number four, Bickersons. Bickersons, and then number three. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, number three is number two. The Four Generals.
0: Okay, so yeah. Four Generals is your third favorite. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So uh, number one was Chuckanut. That was just a bummer because that is probably usually the best, but it was flat due to right. just the, the age of it. It had right. the
2: best tasting notes out of my thing. It, be, it was just slightly flat. Yep. But it definitely had, like, everything you wanted out of it. Just if, you yes, wanted more carbonation. I wanted that bite off the carbonation. And, and, that, and that one's
0: on me. That was the, the podcast being delayed a little bit. Also, uh, that's the
2: baseline, mm-hmm. and it should always be number one. <laughs> that's why I put it number one.
0: Uh, number two, four generals, as I said. Um, number three, structures. Number four, Bickersons. Number five, gaffel. I believe that's pronounced. That is actually from Cologne in Germany. So it definitely shows that oh, we kind yeah. of favor American-style kölsches over traditional German ones. Uh, number six is a collaboration between other, uh, other worlds, other Sorry, Otherlands and Twin Sisters up in Billingham, and then number seven is of course Island Hoppin' up on a little bit. Uh, what island is that already? Space Island out.
2: Hoppin' most definitely is like the, the secret destination because they have some good beers. Mm-hmm. They very very underrated brewery.
0: Anyways, guys, thank you for coming on with my Kulsh, uh taste off. We have some extra Colshes to give out, and then thank we you. can uh, we can get back to drinking. Perfect, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank Hope. you.